Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Success requires effort. Stayallday.com. Stay exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has, relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. What can you get? Dreolday.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques, all under the umbrella of one unified philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is most people are not ambitious. And I'm going to explain to you when I get into this episode, you're going to understand why this is something that all of us need to understand. Because I think many of you are ambitious individuals. I mean, after all, you're listening to a show that is called Work On Your Game. I mean, who wants to work on their game besides a person who actually wants to go somewhere and do something with their lives? But you need to understand that not everybody thinks the way that you think. And one of the biggest mistakes I see happening with human beings, period, on many levels is making the false, inaccurate assumption that other people think the same way that you think. And when you understand that people don't think how you do, then you can make better decisions and choices in your communication and just in your interactions with other people. But you'll understand all of that very shortly. But before I get into that, first of all, let me tell everybody I have a motivation text that I was sending this out daily. I was talking about this the last couple of days here on the show. As of this episode's recording, the decision that has been made is that this is going to become a weekly motivation text message that I still send out free of charge to everyone who is in my text community. I'll talk about that in a minute. You get that text by texting me at 305-384-6894. Nothing has changed about the whole setup. The number is still the same. It's still going to be the same high quality message. The thing is, we're going to send that message out, at least as of now, until further notice, we're going to send that message out once per week. So if we send it out every day, the way that they have changed the whole pricing tiers, and this is not just one particular software company is doing this. This is the phone companies that are doing it, and the software companies are beholden to the phone companies. They have raised the pricing on all kinds of texting to where you pay for every single text. Then there's a carrier fee, then the overall fees, and like the pricing went up by like 10 to 15 times, literally 10 to 15 times per month for somebody like myself to send out the motivation text a while. I would love to keep sending it every day. 
and I technically could, I'm not paying for that. So <laughs> for now, it's going to be a weekly motivation text. So your text's not going to be daily as of September 1st, which has already happened by the time you're listening to this, but it'll be a weekly motivation text. Still text me. So you're in my text community. I will still send other texts besides their weekly motivation. And you can still text me as you normally would and had in the past to that exact same number. Other thing I'll tell you before I get into this topic is at workonyourgame.net. That's where you can access free 45-minute training that I have created that is specifically for the six-figure entrepreneur who wants to get to the next level financially, but you feel like you're running as fast as you can right now. So you're like, Dre, I want to get there, but I don't know if I can run any faster than this. Well, here's the good news. You do not have to run faster to do this. You just got to run a different path. That's the way I'm going to put this. You got to get strategic, systematic, and process-driven when it comes to your business. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, then this message is not for you. But if you do know what I'm talking about, then you know this message is specifically for you. Go to workingyourgame.net, put in your email address, watch the training. At the end of the training, there's going to be a link for you to schedule a call with me. Schedule a call with me, and we'll talk about how we can do this for your business. That link is down below as well. That's workingyourgame.net. Now, today's topic, purpose of this masterclass, and most people are not ambitious, is to help you understand, especially as an ambitious individual that you are, that not everybody's on the same page as you. and how you can make the necessary adjustments now that you have this information in your back pocket. Point number one, topic of the day is most people are not ambitious. The definition of ambition, and this is the first point, is having or showing a strong desire and determination to succeed. That's the definition. A strong desire and determination to succeed. Now, I know what you're thinking. You think, or maybe you thought, that everybody on the planet has a strong desire and determination to succeed. L-O-L. No, they do not. You thought wrong. Most people do not have this. They started doing studies back in the 1950s. This is something that I mentioned on a different subject in the past. Back in the 1950s, the government started doing studies on what happens to people over the course of their adult lives, just how people you know, live out their lifespans, at least during their working years, at least at the time, because at the time when it started, the normal retirement age was around 65. And nowadays you have people working way past 65 because the life expectancy has expanded and people are just people don't just want to sit around for 30 years and do nothing. So. From age 22 to age 65, they started tracking people. And at the time, when it first started doing this, they were mostly tracking men because men were the ones who would work full time. And a lot of times the women would be home you know, taking care of the kids. And they just didn't work as many hours because they would take time off to take care of the family at home while the men would work full time. So from age 22 to 65, by the time men hit age 65 and the men who were tracked, this is what they found. And this statistics stayed uniform across all different demographics and all different places in the United States and all this. At age 65, 1% of men were rich. However, they define the word rich, but these men were rich, financially well taken care of. 4% were financially well off, meaning they could financially take care of themselves. They were not necessarily rich, but they were not dependent or needy for anything financially. That's 4%. 15% were still working. And they were working not because they wanted to work. Like these days, you have people who are, they are financially in a position where they don't need to work, but they continue to work as they want to. These people were working because they needed to, 15%. And this is over the age of 65. 40% were dead. And 40% were financially dependent on children or the government. So out of 100% of men starting at age 22, might've been age 18. I don't know if it was 22 or 18, but either way, the point's still the same. 5%. Of all these men that were followed, were alive and financially taken care of after 40 years. That's the 1% who were rich and the 4% who were financially well off. All the rest of them were not. That's a scary stat, but an accurate one. And here's the thing that you should keep in mind, even though I'm telling you that they started this study back in the 1950s. 
is that these numbers are still the same in 2022. That by retirement age, which is still somewhere in the 60s, it might have creeped up a little bit, might have crept up a little bit. But by retirement age, 5% of men are financially taken care of to where they do not need money and they don't need to work for money. The other 95% are either dead or they still need money. That's a scary stat. And here's the point of the stat. Most people, which more than 50% equals most, most people are average by definition. Most people do not have, let's go back to that definition of ambition, a strong desire and determination to succeed. So when we're talking finances specifically, we'll call succeeding being in a position by the time you hit what we have traditionally understood as retirement, meaning you are no longer working and don't need to work anymore, and you can just enjoy your golden years, will define success as you don't need to work anymore by the time you get to the age that has traditionally been known as, been known as age, which you stop working. We'll define that as success. Only 5% of people are reaching success. The other 95% are either dead or they didn't make it. This is just what's happening. And it's still happening to this very day. The average is the average, everybody, because most people reside there. That's why the average is the average, because that's what most people do. Most people do enough in life, in every aspect of life. I don't care what you do for a living. I don't care if you are male or female, where you are from, where you were born, where you live, what industry you're involved in. If you've had 20 different jobs or the same job for the last 30 years, most people in your line of work, look around. And actually, you probably already noticed. Most people do enough to get by and survive in their line of work. That's what most people do. And that's pretty much all they do. So knowing this, you need to make some adjustments, understanding that not everybody is ambitious and that when you are an ambitious person, that there are people who are like you are few and far between. It's not that they don't exist. It's just not everybody. So you got to make some adjustments. So let's talk about what those are. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is most people are not ambitious. Number two, do not assume that people are ambitious. It'd be smart to assume that most people are not ambitious until they give you reason to believe that they are. So I know that the normal law is innocent until proven guilty. Okay, I'm going to say people are guilty of not being ambitious until they prove that they are. Okay, so we're going to flip that around. Assume that people are not ambitious. Why? Because success requires effort. The most important thing required for success is effort. Now, there are other pieces that go with success besides just effort. But without effort, a person can't become successful. Yes, you should have a goal and you're going to need some kind of some tools to do it and the right vehicles and you know, all the stuff that we talk about here on the show to be successful. But success requires effort. And if somebody has a strong desire and determination to create success, they must be strong and determined in their efforts. I mean, just by deductive reasoning, that makes sense, right? So look around at the people who you know, not just your friends, but the people who you know. Look at your family members, extended family members. I mean, cousins, aunts, uncles, things like that. Look at your co-workers. Look at the people who you serve, the people who you help, your customers and clients and the people who you help out in your line of work, people who you come across on a day-to-day basis. Look at your neighbors, the people in your neighborhood. When you go to the grocery store, look around at the people in the store. Look around at all those people. Now, ask, answer this question to yourself and for yourself. How many of them are strong and determined in their efforts? At least the ones who you can get some sense of an answer to this question. How many people of those who you associate with consistently, or at least enough that you can get a gauge for it, know who they are and how they are as a person, how many of them are strong and determined in their efforts? Now, I'm sure you know some who are strong and determined. They are ambitious in their efforts, but you will probably also notice if you can point out those people, the fact that you can point them out tells you, where's everybody else? Most of them are not ambitious. Ambition requires you to do things that take you above and beyond survival. That's what ambition is. Uh, You're going to do things that push you above and beyond just doing enough to get by. 
Now, here's the key. Let me offer this caveat. Somebody could be ambitious, but at the moment, they're in a position where they are you know, maybe at that survival level. They're doing enough to get by right now because maybe things aren't working for them right now, but they still have their eye on going to a higher level. And so those people are still ambitious. All right? They're trying. It's just not working for them right now. But understand, a lot of people are in a position where things are not taking them anywhere past, you know, just doing OK. And they're OK with being right there. So you got to be able to make the distinction between those two different types of people. And these people who I offer the caveat about who things might not be popping off for them right now, but they want it to be popping off. They are few and far between. Watch them over a few years and you'll notice the differences. You'll notice as they start to separate themselves from everybody else. Just in their efforts, you'll notice them separating themselves. But most people are not that. OK, just want to offer that caveat so you understand. Many people are OK with just being OK. They're OK with just surviving, whatever that is for them. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with somebody being okay with surviving. That's what they want to do. It's their choice. And everyone it has been granted by way of having life, free will to do what you want to do with your life. However, knowing this, you, ambitious person, should not invest your resources into talking ambition or offering an ambitious idea to a person who is plainly not interested in being ambitious. So this is why you got to be discerning and understanding who is ambitious and who is not. Because if you assume somebody to be ambitious, and they're not, then it's almost like you're talking to foreign language to this person. I talked about discernment in episode 1431. Discernment is, in short, your skill of perception and judgment. It's your ability to look at something and see what is not being said and kind of see through the smoke screens that are being shown to you and figure out what's really going on. That is a skill. It's a skill of judgment. It's a skill of perception. There's a skill of communication, as a matter of fact, because we got to remember communication is more than just talking. It's also what you're taking in, listening, reading, watching. So your discernment needs to be sharp enough to understand who's ambitious and who's not. And a simple rule of thumb is just assume people are not ambitious until they give you a reason to believe that they are. Because if you make the wrong assumption, both you and the other person are going to be frustrated by the conversations that you have because you're talking to them about something that they simply don't want to do. Point number three, today's topic, once again, is most people are not ambitious. And here's, here are the adjustments you should make knowing this. If you want to move a person to action, this is point number three, speak to their self-interest, which is usually not based in ambition. If you want to move a person to action, do not speak to their ambition. Speak to their self-interest. Now, this may be a challenge for many listeners of this show because your self-interest is based around ambition. So if I was to say something like, here's what we're going to do so that you can get better and take your game to the next level and make a whole lot more money and be a much higher level performer and be the best version of yourself and be as disciplined and mentally tough and confident as you've ever possibly been. And I'm going to show you exactly how to do that. You're like, all right, yeah, that sounds like me. Show me how to do that, Dre. I want you to understand something. Most people don't want to hear any of that shit that I just said. So this is why it might be hard for you to be able to do what I just explained to you to do here in point number three, speaking to people's self-interest, which is not based in ambition. So everything that I just said, 95% of people don't want to hear any of that. They're not interested. They would have stopped listening like halfway through my little pitch. Most people are just focused on doing something that speaks to their self-interest, which is around you no know, gaining and getting more and having stuff. But they're not also interested in doing the work that is required to have it. See, most people would rather play the lottery than build a business for 10 years. Because the only way they're going to get the money is if they hit the lottery. And since most people don't win the lottery, my economics professor in college said the lottery is a tax on the stupid. Hey, no disrespect to those of you who played a lottery, but that's pretty much what it is if you really think about the odds of winning it. Most people only hope of getting rich is win the lottery 
or catch some kind of lawsuit, like get hit by a car or attacked by somebody's dog. And then they you know take people to court and they get money. But actually earning it through hard work and determination and a strong desire to succeed over a 10 to 20 year period of time, like many of you are on the path of doing. No, most people are not interested in that. All right, I just want y'all to understand that. So I want y'all to, we all got to be on the same page here. Okay. All right. This is a community of people who are interested in this kind of stuff. And it ain't everybody. I just gave you the stats. 5% of people are successful by the time they retire. I mean, we're talking about the time they retire. All right. Those, many of you ain't retirement age. All right. Most people are not successful. This is just what it is. These are stats and these are not Dre Baldwin opinions. So if you want to get somebody's attention, speak to what they want. So if you want to speak to the masses of people and you want to talk to them about money, you need to talk to them about how they can make a lot of money without actually having to work hard. Now, you need to figure out how to say that. Okay, that's your job. If you want to talk to the 95%. Now, if you're talking to the 5%, you can talk to them about how you're going to help them do the hard work to actually make more money because they're interested in that. But understand when you say something like that, you're only talking to 5% of people. All right, so 19 out of 20 people don't want to hear this. Is that the right math? Yeah, 19 out of 20 people. 95 out of 100 don't want to hear that. I'll give you an example. I went into a suit store, a store that sells like business suits one day in Miami, and I wasn't actually wearing a suit this day when I went into the store. The day that I'm recording this, this was, what's today? It was about four days ago. I remember walking into the store. Now, when I went in this suit store, this is in the middle of downtown Miami. There was probably about 10 staff members working in the store. This is a very well-staffed establishment. And it was maybe one or two customers in the store. I was the third customer in the store at this time. This early morning too. So it's not like seven o'clock when everybody's ready to go home and they're tired. This is the beginning of the day. None of these people had sold anything yet. The store had damn near just opened. I didn't have a suit on this day. I had on white t-shirt, basketball shorts, and basketball sneakers. None of the staff paid any attention to me, even though if they knew what I knew and what you know, they would know I was an active buyer and there weren't any customers in the store. They didn't have anything else to be doing, but no folding clothes, but the store had just opened. So none of the clothes were messed up. They had nothing to do, but pay attention to goddamn customers. They didn't do it. So while I don't know what was going on in the minds of the staff that day, and clearly they don't know me, here's one thing that I can conclude. Here's one thing I can conclude from just this little piece of information. And you should be able to conclude this as well. There were no ambitious salespeople in the store that day. Now, how can I say that? How can I say that none of the store workers were ambitious? And how can I say that you should understand that none of them were ambitious just off this little piece of information that I walked in the suit store with no suit on and nobody paid any attention to me, even though there were 10 workers and maybe one customer besides me in the store. How can I say they're not ambitious based off that? Here's how. Because if they were ambitious, Someone would have at least engaged me in conversation to find out. Let me find out who this guy is. Maybe he's a buyer. Maybe he's not. I mean, just because somebody's not wearing a suit doesn't mean they won't buy a suit. All right. Many times when I bought suits, I did not have a suit on at the time that I made my purchase. And an ambitious salesperson would understand. They would have this line of thinking. This would be ingrained in them. And let me give you a few reasons why. One or two simple questions would have easily uncovered the truth. One or two simple questions to me, being that you ain't got nothing else to do, salesperson, would have uncovered the truth. An ambitious salesperson. Looking to create opportunity about, out of every chance was what a salesperson should be doing. And all of you are salespeople, by the way. You should be looking to create opportunity out of every opportunity you see or more opportunity out of every one you see. Would have engaged me. Nobody did that. So how would a manager or an owner of a suit store get these crazy salespeople active? Well, we'll get to that in a second. First of all, let me tell you what these salespeople could have done. All right, being that I walked in the store without a suit on. How could they have found out if I was a buyer or not? Here's a simple question you could ask. If any of you ever work in a suit store, I'm going to give you some free game. I'm going to give you a question that you should use if you ever get a job in a suit store and you need to figure out if the person who walked in, especially if it's a male, if they're a buyer or not. Here's the question. 
what is your suit size? Just ask them that question. See, if anybody in the store had walked up to me and said, hey, sir, how you doing? What's your suit size? Now, there's only two ways I can answer the question. I could either say, I don't know, which may have been a tip that I'm not a buyer because if I had never bought a suit before, I probably wouldn't know my suit size. And if I don't know my size, it might mean because I don't own a suit or maybe too many suits. Doesn't mean I wouldn't buy one though. It means in one direction. The other answer is I would have gave them the answer. I would have said I'm a 40 long, which is actually my suit size. And you want to buy me a suit, make sure it's size 40 long. If I would have told them my size, what does that tell you? Oh, wait, this guy knows his suit size. What does that mean? It means he's probably bought a suit before. So what does that mean? If I'm a salesperson, no. If I talk to this guy and actually show him something nice, maybe he might buy a suit from me. And being that he's walked into a suit store, maybe he's interested in suits. And being that we're in the middle of downtown Miami where it ain't cheap to live, this guy's walking around looking like he's just taking a Sunday morning walk, which is exactly what I was doing. Hey, maybe this guy is going to spend some money on something. And being that he has on a pair of retro Jordans, which costs about the same amount as these suits call, maybe he'll spend some more money on his clothes and buy a suit for me if I sell him something. If there was an ambitious salesperson in the store, they would have thought all these things. I was thinking these things, but I wasn't the salesperson. And therefore, guess how many sales they made that day, at least to me? Zero. Now, a manager or an owner of a store, if he knew about this, well, first thing he should do is gather everybody up and cuss them out for allowing money to walk out of the door like they did on this particular day. And the next thing he should do is figure out how he can engage and entice his salespeople to actually do some work. Because now we got this new thing called quiet quitting, where people are at work, but they're not really giving their best effort. And they're justifying this with some new language games that they're playing these days. Listen, let's call quiet quitting what it is. It's minimum wage effort is what we call quiet quitting. So any of you call yourself a quiet quitter? All right, this really is not the show for you, all right, because I'm going to say some things that are going to severely offend you. And yeah, I'm just going to be speaking over your head. So this is not for you. But anyway, what the manager could do is offer some bonuses for getting the name and email of every person who walks in the store. So maybe you can get them on a list and offer them monthly discounts or something like that. Maybe you can start firing some people who are not doing their job of talking to the customers, which is I could see myself doing that. Like, listen, why are you here if you're not going to sell anything? All right, this is a business. So our whole business is selling stuff. Somebody just walked in. Nobody offered them anything. Nobody even tried to engage this individual. All right. Why are you here? All right, how am I going to pay you if we don't sell anything? That's what I would have said. But anyway, you could do a training with your sales staff because clearly these people are not properly trained and set the proper expectations for what they should do when a customer walks in the store. Every business does these things, or at least they intend to do these things. Doesn't every business intend? We got business owners listening to the show. Don't you intend to make sure you capture the contact information of damn near everybody who looks at your stuff? Yes. Would you fire somebody who is not doing their job? Yes. Do you train your people and hopefully you intend to set proper expectations for how they're supposed to operate at work? Yes. Every business intends to do these things. Why? Because 99% of your workers are not ambitious. See, if they were ambitious, you wouldn't have to do this. (laughs) If you really thought about it, if everybody who worked for you, business owner, was ambitious, you wouldn't have to do any of this because they would do it on their own. But since most people are not ambitious, every business has to do these things. If I'm wrong, let me know. See, somebody would have sold me a suit that day if there were any ambitious salespeople amongst the 10 walking around in that store doing nothing. But instead, since there were no ambitious workers there. Some of them were very well-dressed. They had nice suits on, but they had no ambition. They sized me up as somebody who's not a buyer. I'm assuming. This is just my assumption. They looked at me like without a suit on, so I ain't buying nothing. And they let me and my wallet walk right out of the store. Now, how many of you have ever gone into a store and bought something when you weren't even planning on buying something? Everybody's done this. I have done this. All of us have had this experience. Why? Because a salesperson engaged us and sold us something. That's the reason why you bought something. You weren't intending on buying anything. But a good salesperson engaged you in conversation and they sold you something that you weren't even planning on buying. Ambitious people turn just looking 
into sales. Non-ambitious people turn a sale into just looking. Everybody catch that? Rewind it if you didn't. Let's recap today's class, which is most people are not ambitious. The purpose of this class help you understand, especially if you are an ambitious person, that most people are not like you and make your adjustments. Point number one, definition of ambitious is having or showing a strong desire and determination to succeed. If you thought everybody had a strong desire and determination to succeed, you are absolutely wrong. Uh, you're not in preschool anymore. Most people do not have that. Most people talk about it, but most people don't actually have it. You want to know what somebody's really about. Don't listen to their words. Watch their feet. And you see exactly what happens to them. 95% of people by the time they reach retirement age are either dead or still financially dependent on a job or on other people or on the government. That is failure. Why? Because most people don't have ambition to succeed. Number two, not assume that people are ambitious. Assume that they're not until they show you anything otherwise. Most people are okay with being okay. Most people are okay with surviving. You should not invest your resources in talking ambition with people who are not interested in it. And most people aren't. Let them show you that they're ambitious before you invest any resources in anybody if you're not quite sure. Point number three, you want to move a person to action, speak to their self-interest, which is usually not based in ambition. As I told you, I walk into a suit store. I wear suits five or six days a week. This is the one day that I didn't have a suit on. Nobody engaged me. Nobody tried to sell me anything. There were 10 salespeople in there. They had a lot of suits to sell. Nobody even tried to sell me anything. I might have bought something. Had somebody even tried to sell me something, but he didn't even try. Why? Because these people are not ambitious. An ambitious salesperson, if somebody walks into my store, they have to be somewhat interested, at least 2% interested because they walked in the store. It's not like y'all made me come in. I chose to come in the store. Maybe I'm interested in buying something. I mean, this is just what I'm thinking, but hey, they can do what they want to do this business if they last as a business. But anyway, what I would do since knowing that most of my salespeople are not ambitious and just by look at the draw by the law of averages, I'm not going to have 10 ambitious salespeople in one store working for me. And if I do, they're eventually going to work their way out of that job and go on to something bigger and better simply because they're ambitious people. This is what ambitious people do. But I will come up with some incentives to move them to action to do what they're supposed to do. This is the reason why every business does training. They set proper expectations. They get rid of people who don't do their jobs. Why? Because most people who work for us are not ambitious. Right? If they were ambitious, then, well, number one, they're not going to be working for us for long. And number two, they'll be doing these things on their own. You wouldn't have to train them to do it. They would bring their own ambition to the job with them. Most people don't do that. And this is why we got quiet quitting and people are trying to use this softened language to make it sound like this is some empowering thing for minimum wage level individuals. No, it is not. But anyway, that's a different conversation for a different day. Have any of you ever gone to the store and bought something when you weren't planning on buying it? Of course you have. Why? Because a good salesperson sold you something. Ambition turns just looking into a sale. Non-ambition, a lack of ambition turns a sale into just looking. Keep that in mind in everything that you do. All that said, text me to get the What's Daily Now Weekly motivation text message. My number 305-384-6894 and go to workingyourgame.net, get my free training where you will learn five steps that I'm going to show you on how you can get to your next level financially without running yourself into the pavement and the process that's at workingyourgame.net. Work on your game. Dre all day. have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused, and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number, 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone, free of charge, 305-384-6894. 